I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get, get started. started. Here we go. Ba-da-ba-da-bum-bum-bum. Hi. Good morning <laughs> and welcome to the Truth Fairies Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Brooke. And today we have our sisters, Robin and Heather. Welcome. Hi. 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 Happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. They're matching. Yes. We could do a family photo right now. We We all, yeah, we should. All of us match. We don't plan it. We're just cute. We should take a picture and post it. We We should. We'll show you guys our outfits. We've been talking about aliens for like the last hour. (laughs) I'm nervous. And that is what we are focusing on today. (laughs) We're not. We're done. But it made me think of our friend Katie that listens, and she's like, I care. I just don't know what caring looks like. Like, what do you actually, like, if you care about the aliens, like, what What am I supposed to do? I'm like, that's a good point, Katie. It is seriously underhyped. Maybe we should have a flag. You know, like you put a flag in your backyard, and then oh. the aliens would not be like, okay, they're cool. Like, they're, yeah. They, like like just, a peace flag. Yeah. Oh, With a gray a- alien on it that's like, you can come here. With we a- can... We're with a thumbs good. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have those. As long those... as they don't probe us, like, just because we're friendly, like. This is a no probe zone. Right. It's those, I believe. Remember those I believe flags and yes. stickers? Oh, Maybe yeah. that was the whole point of them. Maybe but they don't know. They don't know what it means because they speak a much, <laughs> like, more advanced language right. than It's us. hieroglyphics to them, basically. Yeah. So they're like, what the hell is I believe? <laughs> so, like, when we hear a dog bark and we think, I wish we knew what he was saying, <laughs> but we know that it's basic, that's what they're saying to us. Like, I really wish I knew what those little flags were (laughs) with the gibberish. They're so cute. They're so cute. And they're like, do you think they have feelings? (laughs) Do you think they think beyond themselves ever? (laughs) Well, it was like when we were little kids and used to put ants on leaves and float them down the gutter. Yep. Like, we're we're the ant. We're the ants. Yeah. Mm. They're going to float us down the gutter soon. We said it didn't matter. They're just ants. They don't care. They They don't have have a brain. They own whole social structure and life and and families and we put them on a leaf yeah. and floated them down the to them gutter. like that's probably what we are in the universe right really wow. it's like horton here's a who we're we, ants on the leaves of the universe oh, in the gutters of the so, universe so deep. but think about it in the wind if you look at mm-hmm. like the universe how how small scale is earth in the universe oh yeah and i mean we don't even know the parameters so like if you when you look at we don't even know how like how Vast, vast it is. So how far on the, like how low on the chain of existence right. humans are and how pompous and arrogant of us to think that like the whole universe is circling around us. We're the end all be all, most advanced, most important. Everything is here for us. Yeah. It's interesting. Do you yeah. think there are people, are people, aliens that are not as evolved as we are? Probably. There's probably newer sure. planets, planets that have like their evolution started later than ours and they're still in the like cave people phase or whatever. Right. I'm sure. Dinosaurs? Dinosaurs? I doubt that. I Touchy know. subject. I think dinosaurs were a fluke. I it, do too. Like they were like, like a one off. <laughs> like it was like the mistake that didn't really, that shouldn't have happened. So like, <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> so you're admitting they existed. Yes, but on a much smaller scale. <laughs> But let's not get into dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> but there is there is a chance that we are literally the planet Earth is is literally a petri dish sitting on the window of some evolved alien in their own world. It's true. 
or like the matrix we're all asleep and just plugged into something that we think is our life it's true i i disagree because if i am a virtual me if i am just a plugged in version of me i would look a lot better than this (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean i would set myself up for a, a lot better but if your brain is controlling it all, your brain is setting your like the parameters of what you think you deserve and what you think life should be like. And your upbringing would set these like expectations of this is just how life is. You know? Yeah. It's like the wow. why the wealthy stay wealthy. It's all a mindset. Hmm. Wealth and generational start wealth. Picturing myself like skinny and <laughs> rich and rich. all of these successful and like young, super ambitious, ageless, yeah, uh-huh. timeless. Wow, this is deep, guys. See, it's deep. just it's like we're spiraling. We're uh-huh. spiraling. I'm going to be spiraling all day on this. Mm-hmm. I think. You guys, is anything tickling your fat fancies this week that you would like to share with the general population of our listenership? <laughs> Do people tongue click at the same time? Did we both? Yes. yes, exactly. Any podcasts, books? I just finished Under the Whispering Door by TJ Klune, and it was so good. Podcast? No, book. 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 Ooh. He wrote um, uh, uh, The House on the Cerulean Sea. Mm-hmm. Those are both really popular. Ooh, I'll have to They're read. so good. They're wow. so good. If you just want like a good, feel good. Yeah, I won't be reading it. <laughs> I like a dramatic, traumatic. It's not that. But I'm it's... reading all the light we cannot see right now. Okay. I'm it's surprised you haven't read that yet. I am too. Yeah. It was in our library at school. Yeah, it's an oldie but goodie. Not oldie, but older Yeah. Tickling my fancy is for prom tonight. Um, Canon said that they could help me go full drag. Okay. And they'll help me do my makeup. Okay. Are you yeah. doing it? <laughs> so they're gonna come over and do your makeup. Well, he said they said I you can be like the queen. Okay. The queen and I'll queen. help you go full drag. And I was like, well, we already have a queen in our group oh. from Alice in Wonderland. Oh. I said I'm the Mad Hatter, but you can still help me go full drag. And they said I don't know how to do full drag on a Mad Hatter. Oh, they could do it. I think they could. They're really good at makeup. Uh-huh. Maybe I've been watching him. RuPaul's Drag Race, and it's I love it so much. Yeah. Do you guys watch that show? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, it's I so should, though. fun. Watch that much TV. That's so fun. Ooh. Like mm. I, I, mean, like I have I, other things to do in my no. petri dish in the galaxy than watch TV. <laughs> like I don't. I I watch Bachelor, yeah. and then other than that, it's just kind of. I know. I'm kind of like a one show at a time. Yeah. Girl. I don't. Yeah. That was my show last this week. I've been home a lot, and I've watched a lot of Drag Race. Well, nice. I, I. What do you guys think on this? We watched a show last night. Uh, did Kate. it tickle your fancy, or did it poke your boob? <sighs> it. It rubbed me the wrong way. Well, tell them what it was. It was the Casey Anthony documentary. The recent one. The recent. recent. Where she's kind of like speaking speaking out. out, She gets to tell her story. Which took her a long time. Hours. She tells us nothing. Nothing. Other than I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. (laughs) Yes. And I'm a liar. But she, yeah, it she did change that. my I'm mind a, a little bit. <gasps> did I, it? On the dad. Yeah. I have a different perspective on the dad than I had during the court case. But I still think Casey's a murderer. She a thousand she percent is involved. Is, yeah, she, she, her reactions to the situation 
on every level are not consistent with somebody who gave a rip about that little girl. But they are consistent with someone who has been abused and whose abuser is still controlling the narrative, but which I, is what came out in this documentary, I felt like. Think about all of the people that you know of that have had a history of trauma and, and abuse. Yeah. Like, I... I, d- I disagree that that is a typical reaction. I but don't think someone, it can't exist, but I don't think that's right. a typical reaction. But I think when someone's abuser is their dad and they that dad is their – like think about your relationship with your dad. He's supposed to be the provider. He's supposed to be the one that keeps you safe. He's supposed to be the one that you you know, look to for strength or whatever, your parents. When your parents are the ones failing you but you've been conditioned to lie your entire life to protect them – That changes your brain. And then if something happened and the dad is like, this is what we're going to do. I'm taking care of it. I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what to say. You're going to do it. That's what she did her whole life. But I don't think she did. And I I think that the mom wasn't involved. (laughs) Now our parents are fighting, Heather. What do we do? I don't know. I think the mom was in the dark about it. Like the way Casey makes it sound like is there was this whole, all this scheming and manipulation going on in the home. And I don't think there was, I don't think that, and, and no, no charges ever came out of it. She accused the brother of molesting her. Nothing came of that. The like nothing, but there's nothing that supports her story. Thousands of people never prosecute their own family members for rape and molestation. That's super common. But even if all that happened, she still killed the baby. And she was out partying that, that night. Like, yeah. nobody's like excusing the like, dad's behavior happened. if that's the case. Yeah. But for her to say, I just had no idea. And I just, you know, I held my baby and she was, like, heavy cold and, and cold. wet and dead. And then my dad said, she'll be back. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, it's She's just safe. not consistent. I don't yeah. know. I think there's way more to it. I don't think we're getting the full story, but I don't think she's a murderer. <gasps> I don't. I don't. You don't think she murdered wow. Kaylee Unpopular Anthony? Popular opinion. No. I would love people to write in about this. Let me take this liberty and tell me what you all feel. I, I can't believe Brooke. 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 I don't. Me. I don't. I think something happened, but I don't think she maliciously murdered her baby. So Mm-mm. when she looked up how to suffocate, we don't know that was her. Who was it? We already know it Who could only be her. Who snuck in her house and got her the log into her computer that, that six t- minutes yeah. before her dad was at work? That tidbit does throw me off. That that Google search does throw me off. Yeah. I will admit that's... Yeah, there's I there's a lot of inconsistencies, and yeah. I don't trust that dad farther than I can throw and it. And she no. is a known liar. She, so. is, she is an a convicted, admitted, convicted, yeah. known compulsive liar. I just she think lied there to was a everybody. lot of testimony from like psychiatrists showing like different perspectives that just made me question things. But I don't think there was a lot of perspectives <laughs> of psychiatrists. And how much well, how much sleep were you doing while we were I, But yes, I, Jamie, <laughs> you slept through most but of the I watched every day of the trial. But that's what I'm saying there was new stuff in this documentary from experts that wasn't See, in so the trial. Jamie saw all the anti-Casey Anthony trial. Yeah. Brooke never saw that. She just uh-uh. saw this part from Casey's yeah. point of view. So yeah. it's interesting so where you guys both, talk about it together. We're both biased. And I don't think that baby drowned. Why would it have some no. like a no. tape around its face? and Baby didn't drown. No. Something baby happened. didn't drown. Baby didn't drown. Uh, you guys, speaking of murderous mothers, Ooh. back to Lori Daybell. And my favorite tidbit of the week, our friend Michelle... <laughs> went to the trial. I'm like, we should call her, but then I didn't. 
um, went to the trial, got the tickets, sat in the courtroom. Guess what she was doing in the courtroom that made Lori mad? Oh, I love this. <gasps> what? I she, love okay, this. So she's like a compulsive crocheter. Like she crochets like she can't, her hands just can't hold still. She sits in crochet. So she brought crochet. Is it? Yeah, it's needles. Knitting or crochet, crochet needle. needles and yarn. A crochet hook. To, to the gallery and sat in the courtroom and was crocheting. And she was sitting behind Lori. And Lori said it was distracting her <gasps> and asked the bailiffs to stop the random crocheter in the gallery. <laughs> so she Shut started she crocheting <laughs> harder. Go, Michelle. <gasps> so she... our friend got asked not to crochet in the courtroom because it was pissing Lori off. She kept giving her dirty looks. <laughs> and Lori then whisp- did? Yeah, and then whispered to her lawyer and the yes. bailiff. Oh. And <laughs> so she got under Lori's skin, yeah. which is, and I think in her comments, she was very pleased by that. Oh, yeah. yeah. As she should be. She's like, yeah. I irritated Lori Vallow today. Good. Yes. That's fantastic. Isn't that the best? May Lori Vallow hear crocheting needles click for the rest of her life. <laughs> may that be the sound that haunts her for the rest of her life. That is fantastic. That's my favorite thing in the world. I love that. Just when Michelle couldn't get any cooler, she did. <laughs> That's cool points right there. <laughs> so cool. Oh. And you know what, Lori? If you're like, you ought to be bothered by a lot more things. Than that. <laughs> you know, That's killing true. your babies, yeah. dating Chad Daybell, mm-hmm. killing your husband, probably killing your brother, mm-hmm. killing your husband, your boyfriend's wife. Right. I mean, right. And, and knitting your thrown off by a little bit of yarn, Lori. <laughs> so, so that's her Achilles that heel. Yeah, oh, I love it. <laughs> So oh, maybe it's triggering. Um, when Ew, poor Lori. When is that trial? It was set to run. It looked like I looked it up the other day, like six weeks. Mm-hmm. So we're on week like four, and we're on track to be done. I, in six I don't know. Weeks. That's what Nate Eaton says. That we're. I think we were ahead of schedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just. I, I want to go this there. week. I yeah. want to get in that courtroom. Fridays it's are over. either always like short days or canceled. So I'm going to try to go. I think Tuesday, in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. There's got to be still some good witnesses left. We can try oh. Monday. I'm here Monday. Well, we would have had to do it Friday. Oh, but we could try Monday. Yeah. Monday, 8 a.m., get on. Try for Tuesday. Try for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you it's imagine so surreal. us in there? It's oh. so surreal. Oh. Should shut us down. Should just sense our energy and be like, get them out of here. I'm going to bring crochet needles. Never held them in my life, and I'm just, <laughs> just going to tap them <laughs> the whole time I'm in there. Oh, I love it. That is so Okay, weird. are you guys ready for a weird and wacky, as if we haven't already been talking weird. about wackies? Yeah. Okay. Um, a New Jersey mystery. Who dumped hundreds of pounds of pasta and why? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The police and public works employees responded after they say probably 15 wheelbarrow loads of pasta were dumped in mounds along a creek in New Jersey. No. So someone's just hiking along. They find, I mean, literally hundreds of pounds of cooked spaghetti. It's cooked. I was just going to ask, is it uh-huh. cooked or raw? When they found it, it was inflated. I don't think it oh, was. I think it was probably. Okay, go ahead. Okay. It was, it says, she found less, uh, let's see, there was more than an overturned bowl of bucanini. I don't know. <laughs> so hundreds of pounds of spaghetti, macaroni, and alphabet letters, <laughs> alphabet-shaped pasta. In huge piles, like where people will dump like old furniture, like a, you know one of those places that people dump their stuff, twenty five feet 
of like just mounds and mounds of pasta. What? Wow. I don't know. 300 to 500 pounds. Think about cooking like a giant like pot of pasta for like your family or like at a family reunion, how much pasta feeds like yeah. 30 right. people. And then think about that's like five pounds or whatever. Yeah, not, not even. Yeah. Not even five. Three, like 500 pounds of pasta. So no one like knows why. No one saw it happen. No one saw it happen. Oh they don't know if it was cooked. I, like, this this is my theory. Okay. Aliens is definitely <laughs> they were hungry. Alien no, that you could go buy a bunch of bags, like a bunch of bags of yeah. pasta of the pasta noodles, and then you just toss them into the river, and it doesn't have to be boiling water. They're going to suck in the fluid, and then they're, it'll look like they're cooked. But it wasn't in the river. It was on the banks of the river. It was on the side of the river. Mm. I have pictures. Because I was thinking if it w- they could have put it in the water. Oh, wow. So no sauce. It's <laughs> so sauceless no, pasta. No sauce. Shoot, that changes things. I was thinking it would be in the water and then, like, it would have just moved to the edges. Oh, mm-mm. But if it's not in. Not in the water at all. How do you not see? How does somebody bring in 500 pounds <laughs> of pasta and nobody sees? I don't know. Oh my and why? It has to That's be alien. That's expensive. Maybe they had noodle night wrestling. Ooh, I don't know, but it wasn't in like a pit. It was like in like a row, yeah. twenty five feet long. Uh huh. How tall? Um, like it doesn't look exceptionally tall. Like, yeah, I don't know. Wow, isn't that just the weirdest thing? What are the theories? So weird. Um, I I don't see any theories. They're just like, what the heck? I don't know. And can people even buy ABC pasta? I don't know. I thought that was only something that you could buy in, in canned soup. Uh huh. So I blamed Campbell's. Maybe it was a message that someone was trying to send us from another world. Uh huh. So I'm trying to see what the if there were any theories, but that might be a fun thing to do instead of toilet papering. You could <laughs> pasta <laughs> people <gasps> on yeah. a rainy day. But think oh. of how long that would take you, like to make all that pasta. Yeah. Right. And how do you, how does one transport 500 pounds of pasta? Right. A truck. I mean, you'd have to. You so there, it's not really sneaky. Yeah, and this is a well thought out. This wasn't like p- kids pranking, throwing some pasta out the window of their truck. Like this had to have been executed. I do think it would be a fun prank to get a bunch of pasta and toss it into a little, a small <laughs> pond, for example, <laughs> water feature, <laughs> something like yeah. that. In our neighborhood, we have fountains, and it's like every few weeks. The neighbors on next door are in an uproar because teenagers bubble the fountain. They put soap or shampoo, and oh. then it turns on, and there's bubbles all over the road. It goes clear I out to the road. It does. Oh, and people get so mad. And I think I'm, it's funny. I yeah, must be immature because I'm always like, <laughs> why does it matter? Because it ruins the, like, it ruins the does it, fountain, really? apparently. Yeah, they say it's really expensive to clean up. Yeah. Oh. Well, why don't just let it... Let it it's going to quit making bubbles eventually. You yeah. guys, last year it went clear out into the street. Uh-huh. Like, you had to drive through it. To, I yeah. mean, it was so, really? it was so yeah. cool looking. That's awesome. I know. My uh, daughter's like, can I go bubble the fountain? I'm like, no. Whoever's doing it, keep doing it. That sounds kind of fun. Add next some time, pasta. Yeah, add pasta. Next time, I add think pasta. Next year when it starts to snow, you know, the very first snowfall, we go get pasta and put it all over someone's lawn. <gasps> and yeah. But then the snow it. will cover it. And then when the snow melts. It'll just be massive. <gasps> they have pasta all over their yard. They'll be like, what? What happened? Let's do it. Spaghetti What was days. in those snow? Ooh, spaghetti rice. Gate. What about rice? Gate. Rice gate. Ooh, rice. rice would be easy. I bet it would just so- sink into the soil. 
No, but I mean like in a water feature. Oh yeah. You rice that baby. Yeah, that it doesn't have to be hot. I didn't know that. No, but the, I mean, no, it'll eventually with the water absorb, absorb the water. It. Yeah. So now, anytime anything happens in Meridian, Idaho, people it's going to be anything that has to do with pasta or rice. It has to do with us. Wasn't I'm not. Me. I'm not from here. So. Wasn't me. Not me. Wasn't me. Yep. Weird. Wow. Weird. Wacky. That's weird. Okay. Well, Robin, you've been holding on to a little gem Ooh. of a story that oh. yes, I have. We're going to share a today. Nugget. Let me get ready. So I want to share this. It's going to change your lives. Yay. Not for the good. No. It's going to affect something that you do every day. What? Well, you should do every day. Um, I'll just jump in. Okay. Jump right in. Okay. Friend of mine to be to remain nameless. Her sister, okay, seven months pregnant, is in the shower. So she's showering, as was one should do every day, mm-hmm. um, showering, and she drops the soap. Okay. Okay. So okay. she bends down to pick up the soap and goes to grab it and stand back up and hits the back of her, like her lower back against the faucet. Ouch. Is this a a bathtub shower combo? This is a bathtub shower combo. Okay. Okay. So she hits it against the the bathtub faucet when she goes to stand up. Gotcha. Okay. Um, So she, of course, like jerks upright and (laughs) her feet go out from (gasps) under her. Oh, no. Well, tell me how you turn on the shower. In a bathtub shower combo. When you pull up that little thing. That knob. The knob, the little thing. You do. And that, oh, it didn't go in her anus. It went. <laughs> she, when her feet went out from <gasps> under her, she fell right <sighs> anus first. Mm-mm. Yes, she did. On that little, that little thing oh that gosh. you pull up. Oh, my gosh. It went <laughs> right <laughs> in and ripped Jamie is on the floor if you guys could see her ripped yep she sliced her anus open open it's a bloodbath it's a a complete (laughs) who said literally both of us it's literally a bloodbath okay she slices her herself completely open can't stop the bleeding again she's seven to eight months pregnant and has to go in to the the doctor you know my yeah. butt is puckered so tight yeah. right now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> she goes in there and they tell her you have a sliced anus. Anus. Yes. It is sliced open and there's nothing we can do about it. Wait a minute. You nope. don't do inner anus stitches. Nope. They're not going to sew that up. Nope. It's and just put a little tampon in. Nope. Just the they bleeding? just told her it's just going to keep flapping open. They just told her it will heal. She needs to be on a lot of like fiber, Miralax, oh, yeah. things like that. Um, she's pregnant, so they're not going to do give her, you know, pain medication. Right. But she's in severe. Oh, she said no. it was the worst pain of her whole entire existence. Um, yeah. How is this going to change my life? Do you think you'll ever shower again when you pull that little <laughs> thing up? And not be worried that that's going to happen to you. Never bend over. Oh. Like, if you have to get the soap, turn away. Turn, turn yes. away man. from that spigot. That's what the moral of the story is, because that's okay. what she said. She said, I, I never turn for- my back on the shower, ever. <laughs> she faces that shower. She's not turning around. That's oh. very wise. Yes. But she hit, and if you think of the side, I mean. Oh, I grew oh. up with, my parents' house has that. Yep. Little pop up thing. Yep. And Mine a lot of hotels too. you go to. How maybe? did it not just bust mm. the the, ta- the faucet 
down. Yeah, she just hit it right oh. in the right. And her anus oh. just absorbed it. Oh. Yeah. Just <laughs> in the sweet spot, if you will. <laughs> right in. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My eyes are watering. Yep. Isn't that the most horrific? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And here she is, seven to eight months pregnant. Oh, Luckily, she had a bidet. Life's already the worst. Life's already the worst. Oh, she had a bidet, which she would spend a, quite a bit of time on yeah. and turn it on cold and, and freeze that. that. Yep. How does that She had to ice it. I mean, they told her she had to, like, that had to be so clean because yeah. she could have easily infected. Okay, imagine yeah. that poop. Imagine <gasps> the first poop after you've had your anus impaled by uh-uh. a shower. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Faucet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh yep. my gosh. So life changing next time you okay. take a shower. I will never not think of that. You will never not think of that. That is in my brain. Yeah. And now I just thought of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Yes. So my daughter came home like a month ago and said that she read a statistic that Americans think about Abraham Lincoln on average once a day. <laughs> and we laughed. We're like, who thinks about Abraham Lincoln? And I swear to you, since she told me that, I probably think about Abraham Lincoln five times a week. Yep. So. Now, now this, I'm going to think about Abraham Lincoln every time I shower. Yeah. Abraham, <laughs> yep. You're going to put those two totally unconnected things together. Oh, my gosh. Abraham Lincoln in the shower. Oh, gosh. My friend told me a story, Wendy Twaits. Holla to okay. Twaits. Holla. Um, Holla. That a lot of people pass out in the shower because you get in, you turn on that super hot water, and what do you stick in first? Yep. Your head you stick in first. Yeah, like when you oh the water. Okay. Yep. So you turn on the shower and you put it right on your head and it drops some people. Huh. So now every time I shower, I'm always like warm up the. Body. Yep, I always make sure my shoulders bend in a little bit, and then I <laughs> put my head in. So now I'm going to be although, puckered on one Heather end, shouldered on the other. We put our heads in once a week, so. <laughs> Oh, that's that's why you that's guys true. look a little lost on that. Hales <laughs> oh, aren't our, big hair washers. Our heads don't go in first. <laughs> although we know, like days in advance, when like don't you plan your hair washing like? Oh yeah, I'm washing it tonight. Yeah, you. I plan my <laughs> hair washing around my week. Like I know what day I'm going to wash my hair, what it has to coincide with. Because you don't want first so day funny. hair. You don't want first day hair, but you also don't. No, I went like nine days a couple weeks ago. It was That's too much, impressive. but yeah, yeah. It was good. I always want first day hair. Matt no. girls have to Ugh. have first day. First day hair's frizzy, and yeah, I'm Fly on away. like four right now. It's still yeah. yeah I would so. love to have that life. You know, me too. Oh, yeah. You know, gosh. we all have we all have our blessings yes. and our and our pitfall. curses. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So watch your bungs in the shower. It's I like will. that Seinfeld. I remember will. The no. proctologist was like, everyone comes in, and they're like, oh, one in a million chance, doc. That they slipped oh. and landed on something and <laughs> mm-hmm. it got impaled up there. Oh. One in a million chance, Doc. That's everyone's excuse for when they just want to put yeah, something I up there. slipped and fell. Oh. On a Coke bottle. Oh. And it went through my pants and uh-huh. <laughs> didn't tear them. And into my rectum. One in a million shots. Damn yeah. near killed him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I hope she's feeling better. I know. <laughs> well wishes she, to uh, I, If that friend. happened to me, I would go to the grave with that. Oh, yeah. No one would know. You wouldn't like, tell me. No. Yes, I would. don't think I would tell a soul. You would tell me. I don't think I would even tell my husband. If your anus was impaled, your husband would know. I don't think so. I he think I'd be like, pregnancy scream. has got me down. <laughs> she has to push him like a month. That baby out. <gasps> oh. Oh, oh sweetheart. Ouch. Okay. Whew. Do you have an oh, old day's ruined, Jamie? Yeah, Jamie's still puckered I have, over there. I you know nothing that compares to that. <laughs> I hope not. No. Because um, I've got stuff if you want me to go. Well, first. I have one that's just a parenting story. Well, that's good. We're um, all about that. And 
We're all parents. Let me put on my glasses so I can read it. Okay. Um, Okay. So this, I don't even, okay. This is a 44-year-old single dad who has two kids, Audrey, who is 16, and Emily, who is 12. He says, we have a great relationship, but Audrey can sometimes be rude and and demeaning. She's saying cruel things casually when she's displeased about something or in a bad mood. Emily, her little sister, looks up to her, often mimicking her her behavior, which obviously worries me. I cooked a nice Sunday dinner, and Audrey stormed downstairs in a bad mood for who knows what reason. She was being a downer, whereas Emily and I were cheerful. Um, I asked her to improve her mood, please, instead of ruining our dinner. She turned to me and unleashed her anger. To quote some of her elegant words, she said, Can you stop lecturing for once? You're annoying as bleep, <gasps> the F word. And Ooh. seriously, you're, you're the one who ruins everything. So 16-year-old daughter says this to her dad. He says, I stood up, I took her plate, and dumped it into the trash can. I told her since she can't bother to show me any basic respect, she should start providing for herself from from now on. She said she'll make cereal, and maybe I I was an asshole, but I said, nope, that's my milk, and that you should get a job to get your own groceries. I don't feel like I yelled at her. I felt I spoke very calmly. But when she realized I was being serious, she got upset and started crying and ran to her room. We haven't talked since. Obviously, she's mad at me, um, but my younger daughter is mad at me, too, saying that I acted like a huge jerk to her sister. I, of course, don't see it that way. I don't tolerate being spoken to with such disrespect, and it did hurt me a lot hearing her say these things to me that were uncalled for. So was I the asshole? Um, I'm obviously not winning any Dad of the Year award, but will I be winning any Asshole of the Year award for how I handled it? <laughs> yeah. He said, um, I forgot to include that my daughter also made had made a snide comment about the food not looking good, which is sort of what set off, um, what triggered him to just pick up her plate and throw it away. Oh. Um, what started this whole, she was just in general mm-hmm. being disrespectful? He said, and I, so he was just lecturing her at the no, dinner table? She came down the stairs okay. and she was being snarky. And he said, I asked her twice at the beginning what was wrong okay. and why she was in such a bad mood. And her response was a sarcastic, you wouldn't get it. Mm. Um, I asked why not. And she just sighed. And then he just said, well, I wish that you wouldn't be, yeah. like, bring the, everybody down, you mm-hmm. know. And then he goes on to say, um, of course, I'm not going to starve her. I was just trying to make a point. The vast majority of you think I'm an asshole. All if if the vast majority of you think I'm the asshole, I'll apologize and give her cereal. <laughs> so, was that a parenting fail? No, absolutely not. I don't think it was a parenting fail because I don't think it was the best way to handle it. But do we ever always know the best way to handle it with teenagers? And is there ever a best way to handle it with teenagers? I think it was a great way to handle it. I don't think it was. She said that looks gross. She said you're looks, annoying you're AF. You're annoying as F. And to a 16-year-old? He probably was being annoying as F. It's... Dude, think about parent. Think about being a 16-year-old girl. And think about how annoying your parents are. But would you ever say that to your dad? No. Okay. Right. And she said the food looked gross. Fine. Don't eat it. Then yeah. don't eat it, you asshole. Fine. <laughs> No. I'm just saying it was like a dis. It was a fight. Um, they both were st- being stupid. It had it with her. But I think as an adult, you have to be the bigger person. You don't engage with a teenager. You don't let them treat you bad. But and you it just continues. I know, but you don't engage in the moment. He didn't. He threw it away. <laughs> okay. You don't like it. Okay. I think he yeah. called her bluff, and I think yeah. that's why she ran to her room because it's true. Like he provides everything for you. Right. So if you if you don't, you know, you think he's annoying and you don't want him involved what are you gonna do yeah so i think he called her bluff and she's probably you know she kind of cornered herself yeah 
She might rethink things next time. She might. Yeah. I think with teenagers, timing is everything. So in my mind, when, when Bright comes downstairs, she's 16, and I can tell something's off. He could, I mean, he already knew something was off. You ask about it. Hey, is everything okay? You can tell they don't want to talk about it. In my mind, that's when you let them have a silent dinner. That's when you literally say, I can tell you're not going to be nice to me right now. You don't say this out loud necessarily. I'm disengaging with this conversation. I'm disengaging with you. I'm focusing my attention on somebody else. Or I'm, we're having a silent dinner. I'm not engaging you anymore. But when she says, you're so annoying as yeah. Yeah, then yeah. it's then it's like, already it's already off the rails at that point. Like at what point does the 16-year-old not get to dictate the, that level of disrespect at the table in front of the family and yeah. as a child and, to a parent? And did she I, say if there was a mom? No, he's a single okay. dad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's just tricky. I so here, here let me give you this disclaimer. My kid kids are assholes. Okay? <laughs> I have a lot of them. They have throughout their lives on various occasions been assholes. They're emotional, like and which turns them into assholes. Right? They're not I mean, assholes just for the sake of being assholes. No, they sometimes, sometimes are. Yes. Okay. So, but it's like they, their emotions are in a completely wackadoodle place. But in fairness, in spite of regardless of myriad situations, none of my children have ever talked to me like that. No. Ever. No. Ever. Nor would they ever. Right. Ever. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to even. I, I can't even fathom yeah. that. And so it's like a, so I guess maybe the question is, like, it, that's not the first time she's, t- like, so what has happened up to this point that you've allowed it, yeah. that now suddenly you're upset about it happening? I I just can't even, my kid would say that to me one time. Right. And hopefully this will be the one time and now yeah. she will. But they would lose every privilege they'd ever been given. Yeah. And I would do, I mean, I may not be like that, like knee jerk of a reaction, but I'd be like, oh, oh, I'm effing annoying. How annoying is not having a phone, <laughs> a car, mm-hmm. um, privileges, clothes. I mean, like things that you want, extras, yeah. like food, shelter, tra- you know, I'll, I'll take you to school every day. But like, I'm yeah. done. Yep. I think I would try to get to the root of what's actually going on. Like, I know that's the unpopular, like, she's just being a bitch. Something's going on. So get to the root of what's going on. You can't just address the behavior without addressing the root. And well, taking everything away or just throwing away her food isn't going to get to that. It's not going to get to you you to a place of mutual understanding. But it might take you a bit to yeah. be able to come back and say, okay, what's going on? Yeah. But in the moment, Maybe am I the was, asshole? No. no. Do you know what? That was probably a reasonable yeah. like reaction because in the moment. adults get to have feelings too. Exactly. And I think that kids need to see, oh, that hurt me. Yes. That upset me. That made me mad. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was inappropriate. I'm going to react to that yeah. because I think I think sometimes kids have no idea. Think what they their can't hurt us. Is. Like Mm-mm. you, yeah, well, I am hurtable. You uh-huh. hurt my feelings. You made me feel bad, and well, I'm human and reacted yeah. to it. And, and you can apologize. Hey, maybe I shouldn't have thrown your food away, but here's how you made me feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think we're. I think the things have changed so much now that there is this huge fear of we can never upset our children. Right. Well. And we're making a world of assholes. But they can upset us all they want. (laughs) We're creating this world of assholes where, I mean, and you see it all the time. You can say what you want, think what you want, have your own opinions. You expect to be respected. You know, all of this entitlement. And then as a parent, like if you you bark back, then all of a sudden 
Right. You know, oh, we can't have that. Well, she's an asshole. Mm -hmm. She bitched about the food. She bitched about the company. She bitched about her dad. And he was like, then bye. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so again, not may, may not have been the best approach, but I don't think he was. In that moment, you really aren't going to think of the best thing. To do right. like, yeah, because like you're upset. Yeah, and he could have done a lot worse. Let's yes. be honest. Yes. When my kids were little. They were complained about the food every night, so I went on strike. I stopped cooking for like a week. I loved that. Yeah, I'm like, you know, they came to me the next day. What's for dinner? I'm not, not cooking. Yeah, yeah. Figure it out. Yep. Yeah. There's food in the pantry, food in the fridge. Yep. Help yourself. Yeah. Cook for yourself. I love it. Okay. And yep. then I yeah. Ugh, kids. Can't live with them, can't live without them. Right. Okay. Here's a cray-cray one. So my husband, um, 35-year-old, no, okay, me, so she's 35, her husband's 38, are what you would call Disney adults. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We used to work in the parks in college and met there. So for us, it has sentimental value as well as being something we both love from childhood. Now, we're conscious not to be those Disney adults. We can hold conversations outside the movies and parks. We both work well-paying jobs unrelated to the company. We have other hobbies and interests. Our son isn't big on Disney, and we're cool with that. It's just something we enjoy as well as our daughters. We nurture all our children's hobbies and interests. We also don't blow all our money on this stuff. I know it might sound overly defensive, but we get a lot of comments from people who don't know us well. (laughs) So clearly, like, it's, I don't know. They are those people. (laughs) We live in a renovated farmhouse on a bit of land that includes a barn that we finished off with hopes to make it a guest house one day. In the meanwhile, I don't think that's correct. We had a relative get married here, and it was gorgeous. My sister, 28 female, wants to get married on our property, and we're all for it. Everything's been planned for months, and the wedding is in June. It's said to be outside completely, but if it rains, we can move the party into the barn. The only reason a guest would have to go into our house is to use the bathroom. We have two bathrooms on the first floor. The only Disney-themed items are Winnie the Pooh hand towels. I told my sister I'd replace them with regular ones. Wedding space has no Disney items. Okay? Okay. However, she wants me to take down everything Disney on the first floor of my house, (laughs) as guests will see. We have a lot of Disney items, pictures, paintings, blankets, Funko Pops, decorations, figurines, dishware, etc., all made for adults. A lot of it's subtle or vintage, but you can still tell it's Disney. One, this would be a massive undertaking. It's not as simple as shoving stuff in a closet. would have to pack it up and find a place to store it. The <laughs> sheer amount would require at least two hours of packing, not to mention storage, unpacking after. Two, it's ridiculous to me. Who cares if people see it? Mm-hmm. She says it looks tacky, and she doesn't want people to remember her wedding for that. I told her no. We're decorating the outside and barn as she wants. We're letting her use our property for free, which she keeps bragging about to friends as it's saving them a ton of money. When my husband and I stood firm, she whined to our parents who told us to grow up and take it down. What? <laughs> I'd say, how about this? For about $400, you can rent a porta potty and your pa- your guests can shit outside. <laughs> there you go. With no Disney <sighs> materials. With, no... with the Winnie the Pooh sticker on the door. <laughs> yeah. And they are called honey pots. <laughs> so it, yeah. So yeah, she and someone said you, you your sister doesn't want her wedding associated with Disney. Her sister wants full control of the space and decoration. I have an idea. She should rent her own venue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's just like 
The entitlement. See, that is a that is a kid that told her, called her dad, annoying. annoying as f, yep. and didn't get her plate thrown away. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's her. See, that's what happens. You're right. You got to take a stand. You're right. You got to start somewhere. Because again, people are so entitled. Yeah, it's yeah. not her place to tell her sister what to do with her house. Yeah, or her and, niece or and, whoever. And let me just clue everybody in on a little something here. Okay, none of her guests are going to give a rip right? no. about even about the whole wedding the minute it's over. Right. True. Nobody like this this idea that people are like, oh, that wedding. Like it's fun in the moment, and then it then we purge that because nobody gives us shit. Your, it's not our wedding, and we don't we don't go in a house and then come out later. Remember that one house at that one wedding? How there was Disney stuff all over the yeah. walls. You know what? I don't Who remember cares? what was it. My wedding, right. much less the the bathroom decor or living room decor of the bathroom that I peed in at an outdoor wedding. It's the dumbest yeah. thing. I did go to a wedding where they decorated the cake Disney. Oh, really? And you yeah, hated it. Was painful. It. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. But that is wedding decor. Yeah, that was part of the wedding. Like that like was it, part of no, the I wedding. Know. I'm saying, but yeah, I, yeah. That, but you do remember? Okay, you're oh, saying I, you remember. Oh, that. I remember that. It was like it Mickey was bad. Mouse, That's weird. like princess. Do you know they like... used a lot of Disney from Happy Meals? Ew! Ew. <laughs> I hope this person's not listening. I hope so what? Too. Sorry. Oh, weird. Still remember it? I yeah, that sticks with you. <laughs> yeah. I just hate I anything that feels your good. Cake. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gross. Okay, so yeah, I would say she's definitely NTA. No, she's not on yeah. that one. And she's... I can't believe people would take the other person's side. Like her parents? Yeah, just like, put it away. Unpack your, yeah, pack your house up. N- no. No. Um, no. No. Nope. And you can't use my property anymore. Right. Yep. So. Yep. Honey pot or no property. Yep. That's what you've taken it to. Yep. Yep. Okay. How about this one? Ever since I was a kid, I get cold sores when I'm going through a period of stress or exhaustion. Is it? Yeah, we all. Do uh, everybody. We all? Yeah. yeah. Not Robin does it. I'm her- not a cold sore. We're herpy- all herped out. You're herpy yeah. free. <laughs> herp free. Call me one eight hundred. No herpes. Herp free. Remember when we were on a girls trip and you had herps all over your face? And we called it your herps. Yeah. Okay. No, I I had shingles, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think we called it your herps. We I called it we your herps the whole time. <laughs> yes, I did have shingles in. South Myrtle Carolina. Beach. Myrtle oh, Beach. yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so she gets, she gets the herbs. <laughs> of course, she tries to prevent it. She knows how to manage the outbreaks. She says, I'm in the middle of one now, and it started, so it just has to run its course. You know how it goes. You get the tingle. Yep, the ting. <laughs> anyway, so I work in a business that has been converted from an early 1900s house. The house is huge and has tons of different rooms. I drag my Yeti full of iced coffee around with me everywhere I go, and because leaving it exposed to the public, people are very weird, freaks me out, I usually stick it in the employee-only spaces. Sunday, I was in transit from one area to another and set it down to straighten up some merchandise and completely forgot about it when I walked away. About an hour later, I walked into the room for an unrelated reason and saw a group of late teenagers giggling as this kid drank out of the straw in my cup. Apparently, it was a dare. A dare that may have given him a lifelong struggle with herpes. (laughs) (laughs) Payback, Saya. The look on their faces when I asked for my coffee back, I have two shiny red oozy cold sores on the right side of my mouth, one on top and one on bottom. 
at first I felt like it was karma for drinking out of my cup without me knowing because mm-hmm. I definitely would have still finished the coffee. But now I just feel like it's 100% my fault. I keep going back and forth like it was my responsibility to not leave it out, but he was old enough to know better. In the end, I'm super disappointed in myself for leaving it on a shelf. I hate cold sores, and I sincerely hope he has a strong enough immune system to fight it off. Kate, you didn't leave a needle. (laughs) She is way too nice. Right? She's too nice. No. Natural consequences. He's got the herp now. If you pick up a drink and drink it and it's not yours, it's on you. Whatever's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, risking it. This takes me back to an incident in Colorado. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Where one of us in this room ate me? a dessert that was left at the table of another guest very late whom we night. did not know. A cake, I remember. Chocolate Chocolate cake. cake. It looked good. It, it looked really good. good. It was barely untouched. It was very late at night. And uh, so and we're at this restaurant <laughs> after my favorite murder. And these people, they looked clean. <laughs> They look like they shower and wash their hair daily. Left this beautiful slice of like a chocolate. Like a layered layered tuxedo. Like the kind from Matilda that, that, you know, Bruce eats. Velvety. That you just want to sink your teeth into. The layers of moist chocolate Probably $10 a slice. Oh, yeah. So they eat. They leave. They had like two bites taken out of it. Literally. And so we're sitting there and Brooke is eyeballing this cake. (laughs) And at one point, I think you asked, well, what, like, what if I just sort of take a, and then of course the rest of us are like, do, do it, it. Do, on, do it. it. Yep. So she turns around with her own fork, if yeah, I remember uh-huh, right, yeah. takes a bite of the cake. I did. I did. Off an uneaten side. An uneaten side. And it was not good. I'm like, now I know why they left it. It did not. It was all looks. Uh-huh. But what if they sneezed upon it? Oh. I know. Oh. There could have been all kinds of things that could have happened to that cake. But yet... Your own selfish desires yes. made you eat it. Now this kid, now do yeah. you deserve herpes? Is the question? I uh, if I had gotten herpes from that, that's on you. It's on me. Okay, that is my okay. fault. That's yep. that is a good. Could have been tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Could have been. Could have been a, whooping cough. Yes. Dare I say COVID? Rabies. COVID didn't exist no. back then, but this polio. One, yes. Polio. <laughs> Measles. <laughs> Mumps or rubella. rubella. <laughs> T-Dap? <laughs> Could have gotten tetanus from that, for all we know. For all we know. You know? Yeah. So, no, don't feel bad. No. Like, it is not on you as dumb teenagers dare each other drink from someone else's from yeti. your herpy-infested her, yeti. Like, yeti cup. Like, Gross. those are, like... Those a, are personal and private. They are very, yeah. like... Mine, yeah. My cup is, like, my daily... Best friend yeah. right here. The best part about that story is that she walked in and they saw the sores on her face. Yes, I love they it. Just, like she if she just walked in and it. said, that's mine, they would have been like, Ugh. But then when they saw She's the herpes, like, yeah, that's the best part of it. I do love that. Ooh, you know how that spreads. Do you guys get the smell of, like, mm-hmm. chicken? Maybe bacon? Nope. There's something cooking. I get nothing. Okay. I'm sorry. Something wafted in the room. Oh. They must be doing a potluck out there. Ugh. Oh, okay. I would like oh. to join. It smells like a pot pie, like a chicken pot pie. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, do you, oh, now I smell it. Anybody yeah. want to finish up with one more story? Anybody? Anybody? 
I'm out. I came with I'm a whole. I'm fresh out of a whole. I'll just be the provider, and you guys just be the like respondees. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, let's do this one. Mm, okay, Jamie's gonna like this one. Okay. Okay. When I was 18 years old, 10 years ago, I was doing the online dating thing. I live in the U.S. and I'm about 15 minutes from the Canadian border. My date and I went to Canada together on our first date because I couldn't drink in the U.S. but could in Canada, and we wanted to go to a bar slash casino. She was 18, mind you. He picked me up in his little sports car and we rode together through the border crossing into the casino. We played some games and had some drinks and we were having a decent time. I got to the point where I was decently drunk and knew if I had any more alcohol I would be out of commission. I told my date I was done drinking and wanted to start heading home. Instead of listening to me, he went and got us both another round of drinks and handed me a big Long Island iced tea. Which, if you don't know, is very strong. You need to watch out. Yes, I bartended one summer and I made some of those. Um, they are serious. I told him point blank I couldn't drink it because I was at my limit. Good for you, yeah. girlfriend. You know your limit. He didn't take too kindly to that and got pushy. He told me, you have to drink it. I bought it for you. If you don't drink it, you're going to make me waste money. No matter how many times I told him no, he continued to push me on this. I got very frustrated and upset because I was alone with this pushy man in another in country. In a different country. Yeah. And I was very upset with myself for getting into the situation. Hashtag only girls. No. Yeah. Only women, feels though. Like, yeah. Yeah. We argued for a while, and I eventually snapped and formulated a little plan. He agreed to take me home after I finished the drink, which, oh, this is all so frustrating, but we'll get to it. That was me talking, not her. <laughs> <laughs> I took the drink from him and chugged it. We got into his car and started for the border. It's important to note that this guy was very proud of his car. He spent the whole drive to the border telling me about all the features and how much he loved it. I spent the whole drive ignoring him and focusing on keeping my sick stomach under control. My goal was to make it through the border crossing, at least, which was proving pretty difficult. We did eventually make it through the border crossing, and as soon as we made it back to the U.S., I turned in my seat, looked him right in the eyes, and told him, I didn't appreciate how you forced alcohol down my throat after I repeatedly told you no. I know my limits, and you ignored and disrespected me. I said I couldn't drink more for a reason. Then, while maintaining direct eye contact with him, I started vomiting in his car. Nice. <laughs> Can you imagine staring someone in the face and just puking with your eyes open? Ew, I bet it was projectile, too. Oh, yeah. Salad shooter. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this was coming and specifically oriented myself to uh, cause as much damage as possible. <laughs> I threw up on the seat, the floor, the dash, etc. Good for her. He was freaking out, and I just started crying and telling him this was all his fault, and he could either take me home or let me out of the car now, but I will call the police if he doesn't proceed with one of the two options. He dropped me off at home, and I never saw him again. Oh my Good gosh, for her. I love it. That is pretty funny. So dumb. Wow. No means no, people. And how about... Don't leave the country on a first date. Wow, it's yeah. probably good advice. Just yeah. you know, don't yeah. do it. I yeah. wonder how common that is if you're that close to the border. I'm for sure. Eighteen-year-olds just. I'm sure they do to it hop the over time. there. Yeah, and, yeah. Wow. Good for her. But I'm, don't do it on a first date. No, no not with don't. someone you don't know. With someone that you don't even know. No, I yeah. know. I feel like he, was, he could have date raped her. Like you have to drink this one. Right. Like he was so adamant if about. Someone, it. Like, what did you put in it? That's what I learned from the book, The Gift of Fear. If someone doesn't respect your no, even in like a uh, innocent thing, that's a red flag. And you that is like a ulterior motive thing. Even if he says, can I help you carry your groceries? And you say no, and he keeps insisting or pushing to help you carry your groceries, that's a red flag. 
Hmm. Even if he's being nice about it. Because he doesn't respect so you. So when no. it's like, I've clearly said I'm at my limit and he makes her like... I won't take you home. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to back up and be like, she could have just thrown it, like, but she was there, stuck with him. Would he have even taken her back over? Right. Like, although I. It makes me wonder. I love it, but she put herself in a more dangerous situation, and she still could have stayed in the place she was at and made a phone call. You're right. To get home. She did increase her risk. You're right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And how much had he drank? Yeah. Yeah. At this point. And then was driving driving her her back over. Oh, I didn't even think about that. He probably shouldn't have even been driving her. The whole thing is dangerous. Very dangerous. Can you call, can an Uber, like, take you across the border? I that's I want to know mm. that like what were her options? She's but parents friends. There's got to be someone. Right. Like, it's 15 miles. Like oh yeah, someone can someone come could get have you. come in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So kids, don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. No. But if you do, vomit all over his car. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. look him in the eyes as you do it. <laughs> well, like they say, when you're in a like in an emergency situation, now this is going to turn dark. <laughs> but like if oh, you're no. being abducted or something like, yeah. you are supposed to like, like throw up. Pee, yep. whatever you can do to be like, do that. Yep. Yeah. Use your fluids. Yep. <laughs> As a weapon or a defense mechanism. Oh, whatever it takes. Is, is vomiting like sneezing where you, can you really do that with your eyes open? I've never really thought about like. I'm going to next time. <laughs> yep. And you'll think about it for how can. Okay, I have a barren truth question. Okay. That I was. Barren truth. The the barren truth. (laughs) Doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. Get off off of our podcast. Barren truth. (laughs) Okay, we started talking about this last night, but I was like, I'm going to bring this up because it was actually, I thought about it earlier in the week to bring up. So when you talked about it last night, I was like, no, don't talk about it. Would you turn in your child? If they murdered somebody. Yes. Yes. Well, I have cap. Okay. And we can come back. You can think about it, but you guys are here now. So first, first thought. No. My, go ahead. No. (laughs) I'd help him bury the body. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Heather is, I would not turn my child. It depends. Okay. Like if it was like, I don't know. Self-defense or... But then then why do you have to hide the body? Why do you have to... Like, if it was truly self-defense or if there was truly, like, something like that, or if it was an accident, then you wouldn't have to hide it. No, but I wouldn't turn them in. Robin? Brant. Sorry. I think I would. I think it would... Things like that just eat me alive. I think maybe at first I wouldn't. And then as it sat in there and I stewed and you and don't if, want to be an accessory. And some family and is be. looking for answers. and I guess it depends on who he murdered. Yes. Okay. So here's my answer. Oh, I, I would encourage okay. them to turn themselves in. Okay. Oh, there you go. There you but go. would you help them hide it then? You're going to help them bury oh. the evidence and hide it and cover no, it up? No, I was kidding when I said that. <laughs> no, you weren't. Let me look her in the eye. Oh, <laughs> I don't throw know. up. Throw up. Throw up. <laughs> here's my... Here's my, what I've thought, because I've been thinking about it all week. I would turn my child in if I thought they were at risk for killing somebody else. So if I, if they were a danger to society, I would a thousand percent turn As them in. As opposed to just danger to the one person they just slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now the more I think about it, because I'm thinking, like, if there's a, like, a okay, 
here's like another like they hit someone with their car. Okay. Say they were like texting. They hit someone with their car. That person died and they just drove home. And then they came and told you, I just hit someone with my car. And you found out that they died. And they would go to the jail for the rest of their life. Are you going to turn them in for hitting someone with their car and killing them? They're clear they're never going to do that again. But now there's a family out there with a dead person. Let me play devil's advocate. Oh, this is a tough one. Mm -hmm. Somebody is driving a car and texting and hits your child and kills your child. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I want Do that you person expect that jail? person's mother to to make a phone call and knowing that your child was was murdered and left to die on the side of the road? Yeah. Yes, but is no is the person who accidentally killed my child going to jail going to make me feel any better? Yes. Is it though? But, but because but, then that whole family's lost their whole person. Right, but but they committed a crime, yeah. a crime against your child. And now you, for the rest of your life, your but baby's But it's a crime dead. that every single one of us do right. every single day. It is. Right. But we do it. We choose yeah. to do it. Yeah. And we sh- then there's consequences. Okay. Say they weren't texting. Say they just, it was dark and they just didn't see this person. And they just were, you know, jamming out to music and veered, hit this person. Then Is it different? But it's still... It's, it's still not like I can't go through life and carry the like that's not yeah. my yeah that's not I, I'm not qualified to make that decision yeah. like that has to be I have to trust that if it was truly an accident that yeah turn themselves okay in. I, say could, with Heather, I you couldn't encourage carry them to turn yeah. themselves in you encourage like yeah. hey this was truly an accident if you come forward now like Someone probably saw something. You're probably going to get caught. Mm-hmm. It's going to look way better for you to come forward and just say, I was scared and I didn't know what to do in the moment. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I would be much more like, like, encouraged. yeah, we've got to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they came to you and told you, like, they killed their roommate, then are you not going to turn them in? A thousand percent would turn them in. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to. Heather's still like, I don't know. If they murdered their roommate. I guess because my kids. Okay. <laughs> this has really happened to Heather before. Yeah. <laughs> no. Your kid's a murderer, Heather. Your kid intentionally murdered their roommate. But they wouldn't, so maybe that's why I'm saying no. Kate, but if did. they did, Jeffrey Dahmer had a mother. Well, a bad one. Kate, mother nonetheless. Okay. Right? Your child in cold blood takes the life of somebody. And that means and they're like, dangerous eh. to others. Mm-hmm. That's true. So say the say I caught my roommate. My roommate was about to abuse me. My roommate was trying to do something, so I killed him. In self, but it wasn't necessarily self defense. Like they weren't going to kill me, but they, they were pissing me they off. They were climbing into my bed and they were about to assault me. So instead of just pushing him off and fighting back, I just murdered him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many gray areas. Now here's where I say I would not turn them in for sure. <laughs> John, it's a Jean Benet Ramsey situation. Oh. My kid accidentally murders my other kid now i'm the victim and the so there's no other victim's family that's out there wondering it's it's if i was john benet ramsey's mother and the son accidentally murdered my daughter i wouldn't i would cover it up i would write the ransom letter because there's nobody out there wondering what happened to their kid it was my kid that got murdered so i'm the one that has i'm not going to lose my other kid other kid i can see that too but why not tell the truth 
If like it was, it was an, an accident. accident. He was eight. Because he hit her over the head with a train. Yeah. What if he really did and they, and they would commit that kid. What, what if he has double calyx in his hair and he's a sociopath? You need to turn him in because yeah. he's going to do it again. Yeah. And if he killed his little sister, yeah, he maybe would kill somebody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And but maybe. Oh, these are sticky. So I, I think we found that there can't be just, well, except for Jamie. Jamie was pretty Jamie's solid on yes no matter what. <laughs> this is the thing. I, I, we talked about this last night, too. When you have a bad dream and you've done something terrible and you wake up in the morning and you feel so relieved that it was a dream because you can't live with the guilt. Like once once somebody your kid kills somebody and you cover it up, you you are going to live with that for the rest of your life. Can Mm -hmm. you wake up every day and live with the guilt? I I can't. I can't. I can't. And what I can't if you just watched your kid just live in their life like nothing happened and oh. you're the one like that's suffering. That's or, suffering. It's eating you awake and your kids just goes on with their life. Here's You'd be like, I'd kill my kid. <laughs> there you go. What if what if And I wouldn't turn you in. Thank you. Right? Like Casey Anthony, like one theory is that her dad she killed the kid and her dad covered it up for her and then she turns around and accuses him of it. So, mm. like, if your kid can kill somebody, you have got to think big picture. Right. What are they capable like, of? And are they going to come back later and blame something on you? Yeah. Or I just can't live with guilt. It's hard, yeah. though, because accidental things can easily be convicted of murder. 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 So it's like if you really believed it was an accident... But you're like, but I could easily see how you could get convicted and sent, like, killed that death penalty. Or then it's like, oh, maybe I do help them cover it up, and I just live with oh, this. Like just <sighs> take them by the hand and go find an attorney. A real good one. That's mm-hmm. true. Or and if they say you're screwed, then you all hide then you, it together. Then you leave the country. <laughs> then you murder that attorney. <laughs> and then you leave the country. It's then like, you cross the border into Canada and go. drink too much. It's like that yeah. show, Dead to Me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like just you just have to keep killing just, at that point. It just spirals <laughs> it out does. of control. It does. I do so some. Yeah. Do we think that's what happened with John Benet? That the brother killed her. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because it's clear it was a family cover up. Yeah. Why would they cover it up if it wasn't him? Yeah. The, somewhere in that family, some. Yeah. It was some somebody within that family murdered yeah. that little girl. Mm-hmm. Mom, yeah. dad, or brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a dark podcast we've had today. Yes. I know. Yes, we have. Good though, right? Yeah. I like the darkness. You like it though, right? We have no listeners. <laughs> They've all changed the channel. Okay, well, you guys weigh in on if you would turn your child in for murder. I want to know like what the percentage of people is. Maybe like a and I want my nieces something. and nephews and my bonus nieces and nephews to know come to me and not your mom. <laughs> oh no. I got well, you. At least I know they'll be taken care of. That's right. <laughs> Don't tell me. Tell Auntie Heather. The yep. girl's gotta die. Na, 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 na. No body, no crime. That's right. That's a Taylor Swift Ooh. song. So. Okay. Oh, gross. Okay. Okay. Whole other story. Yep. All right. We love you. And thank you for listening. And thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks yeah, for being thanks. here. Love it. Have fun at prom tonight. We will no. not. <laughs> not. We will. I might be at your house. Okay. No, you won't. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.